Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Dice Roll Zine Ramblecast, episode 21. Season 2! Tonight on the Ramblecast, we have a new segment for the show, Old School Essentials, The Referee Files, part 1. And also, I catch up on some long overdue calls. Cue the Lamb of God! Whoever appeals to the law against his fellow man is either a fool or a coward. Whoever cannot take care of himself without that law is both. For a wounded man shall say to his assailant, If I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven. Such is the rule of honor. Hi Steve, Barney from Loco Ludus here. I've really been enjoying listening to all of your insights. And the last episode, Finding Magical Items, particularly made me think. Because I've been running a lot of Into the Odd slash Electric Bastion Land, which is a system where there's very little character progression and very few skills, really. So it it's one of those games that really hinges on the items that you have, and especially the magical items that you have. So in the setting of Bastion, magical items are called oddities, or formerly arcana. And because they're so important, I suppose... One is, or at least I have been, led to simply announcing and giving the items once they're found, explaining what they do, so that the 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 players, the characters, can just get on with using them. Which doesn't diminish the need for creative thinking. But your episode really got me thinking that it's, would be good to put a little bit more mystery or a little bit more danger in how the characters come to terms with the things they find. Thanks. Hi, Barney. Thank you very much for your call. It's always uh, wonderful to have first-time callers into the Dice Roll Zine Ramblecast. Um, as as Chase says on his uh, Roleplay Rescue podcast, it's uh, always a thrill and an and exciting thing when people call in for the first time. Um, and I that I appreciate that very much. So uh, magic items, yeah, 
the um, I'm glad that uh, I was able to help make you think a little bit about them. Um, uh, you had mentioned you you have been explaining items and um, that you thought that maybe it might be more interesting to inject a little mystery and danger into the discovery process, which is is a great thing, I think. Um, you mentioned that you were you were playing into the odd and the electric bastion land setting. Um, I must confess I'm unfamiliar with the setting, so it was nice of you to explain um, a little bit about what goes on with the magic there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always thought that magic items, especially in fantasy type games, provide such possibilities for players and really this, the discovering the powers for me is uh, both as a player and giving that opportunity as a games master or referee is uh, providing an, an avenue for that discovery I think is adds a lot of engagement like I was saying in, in my episode. Now of course the flip side to that um, is you have to make the items interesting <laughs> so that's that's the real trick right you can't really have you know it discovery sort of character discovery doesn't really work when it's a you know a plus one sword or um, something like that or something very basic like a healing potion I mean you need to jazz it up a little bit I think um, magic and I think that's one of the, the unfortunate things about old school games sometimes and the better referees avoid this where you, you don't get caught into that trap like a lot of the old TSR modules did of you know having your adventure or your, or your scenario littered with little plus one this and plus one that's but um but anyway, thank thank you again, Barney, for the call. And the local Ludus, I've I've actually gone and listened to a bunch of your episodes, so I I think I'm gonna have to give you a few call-ins about some of those. So thanks again for for your call. Bye. Hey Steve, congratulations on releasing your Kickstarter for Dice Z Roll. Dice Roll, oh gosh, I can't even remember it now. Dice Roll Zine 3, that's fantastic. And I always, and I, and then, and I'm not just joking when I say this, your other two issues are fantastic. So I can only imagine the third one's going to be great and everything. So here's to you just kicking the shit out of this uh, um, Kickstarter and getting funded more and more and more and everything. So, and my favorite part of this is, you know, now you got a little taste of what it is when i podcast driving and and i enjoy the background music i don't know it was a little distracting listening to fat bottom girls while you're talking so <laughs> take care steve good luck and i think we're gaming tonight see you then hey tim thank you very much for your call-in um it's actually been a couple of weeks between your call-in and this episode uh, it was actually the same with barney there I, I didn't mention that in my reply to barney but Anyway, the same the same applies there, but uh, dice roll zine, yeah, we got funded. That's unfucking believable, man. People showed faith in uh, my campaign. I couldn't believe that. So that's well, I shouldn't say that. That makes me sound pathetic. But 
Oh, well, just being honest, right? I, I, I can't believe that people actually got me funded, you know. I mean, I'm a nobody, and barely anybody has ever heard of Dicerol Zine, so uh, it comes more from that point of view than anything else. But um, um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting that done over over the next couple of months and getting it out there for people to to enjoy. Uh, thank you for being a backer, and... Uh, Thank you also for all of the help and with the promotion and all the kind words you you uh, have expressed uh, for Dice Rolzine. I appreciate that very much. And uh, of course, um, I, I sincerely apologize for the distracting nature of fat bottom girls. Um, I, I just can't help myself sometimes. And, you know, things like that happen. <laughs> so, and and we've gamed actually a couple of times since your phone in. So, um, yeah, we uh, have gotten to discover uh, Thorold's uh, retreat forward philosophy, and uh, I hope, I sincerely hope, we find a good use um, for the piranha booby idols that we have littered around our rental property in the town of Scaldwater Bay. Hopefully they don't hurt Joe's character too much. But we'll see, eh? <laughs> Talk to you soon, dude. Bye. Welcome to Old School Essentials, The Referee Files. Old School Essentials, The Referee Files has three goals. One, to explore the Old School Essentials rule set for new referees or perhaps veteran referees who are returning to old school games or basic expert rules for the first time in a long time. Two, to cover every aspect and section of the old school essentials rule set from cover to cover. I'm speaking of the tome here. Three, to offer any insights that I may have into old school gaming, such as they are to help those less familiar with the playstyle understand it better or perhaps share in the joy of it. Won't you join me? School Essentials, The Referee Files, Part 1. So I'm going to start with the Old School Essentials Classic Fantasy Rules Tome. Now this is the uh, all-in-one kind of book with all of the rules from the Kickstarter campaign ran by Gavin Norman of Necrotic Gnome. Um, I guess the first place I'll start is just the book itself. Um, it's quite impressive actually. It's very well put together. There's great use of the end papers with a bunch of rules, tables, and summaries of uh, procedural stuff, which is very, very cool. So let's just start at the beginning, shall we? And we'll dive right in and we'll see where this segment goes. So the table of contents, what am I going to cover today in episode one? or part one. Um, how about the introduction and maybe we'll get into a little bit of the player characters.
I don't want to go all the way into character classes in, in one go. I think that might stretch on a little bit too long. So let's dive right in. The introduction. The introduction in Old School Essentials, um, there is a section on the first page about this game. Basically describes what is Old School Essentials, which is basically a role-playing game of fantastic adventure, where players work together to overcome fearsome monsters, sinister plots, and deadly traps in search of wealth, power, and glory. If anyone who's listening to this didn't know that, um, shame on you! <laughs> so, no, but seriously, um, uh, about this game, basically it's describing that Old School Essentials is an old school game, if you couldn't figure that out from the title, um, based on games from the 70s and the 80s. Um, it describes how it's a relatively rules-light game, um, how it's a streamlined rule set, meaning that it's there's not a lot of fluff in, in this book. Um, it's meant as a reference guide. And it also describes how Old School Essentials is a very modular game, meaning that it's designed to be plug-and-play, to use a more modern computer parlance. Um, you can take bits of the rules and use them, or you can remove bits of the rules and uh, not use them. And it shouldn't have too much of, effect, of an effect on your gameplay. Also in the introduction, uh, there's a section here if you're talks about if you're new to role-playing games. So um, the rules, what this section is saying is the rules don't tell you how to play. So really, um, what it's saying is the best way to learn how to play is to just play and play with other people. There are many ways you can do that by getting a group face-to-face uh, -face group or playing with a group online. Or even these days, there are a lot of streamed video games where people videotape themselves playing role-playing games. So you can also find out, uh, see that as an example of how people play these types of games. Now, if you're new to the old-school renaissance or, or old-school games in general, for example, if you started, say, playing Dungeons and Dragons 3rd edition or any kind of systems from there or later like Pathfinder for example. There's a little section here which is describing how you're gonna find that Old School Essentials is a very different game than modern new school quote-unquote role-playing games um, built on a different set of design principles and a different style of play and it directs you to a couple of online sources if you want to find out more about the old school kind of play and I hope that during this segment on my podcast maybe I'll be able to shed some light on on some of that stuff because I I mean I've been playing since 1981 with the basic expert rules set was my first set that I played with and um, I think I have a fairly good grasp of, of what old school play is but Gavin here in Old School Essentials is directing you to two places online where you can find out more information immediately, which is a document called Principa, Principia, excuse me, Apocrypha by Ben Milton, Stephen Lumpkin, and David Perry. So Google that, Principia, Apocrypha. There's a mouthful for you. Or the Quick Primer for Old School Gaming by... Matt Finch. So Google 
either of those things and you can find out uh, right away. Uh, some documents that can explain to you what old school play is all about. Now for me, really it comes down to two things. Um, I'm just going to interject my own kind of <laughs> commentary right here. I mean really, uh, not that these online sources, Matt Finch's uh, uh, Quick Primer and Old School Gaming or Ben Milton's uh, document are not that they're bad explanations of what old school play is but I'm just gonna get, sum it up for you in two things right here right now what is old school one challenge the players not the characters two rulings not rules those two things are at the heart of old school play so that's what I'm gonna say about that for right now I'm also going to interject here and add one critical document that is online for anyone who wants to understand old-school role-playing games and specifically um, original Dungeons and Dragons and that is Philotomy's Musings now what this is it's a document a PDF um, made by Jason Cohn in 2007 I believe and basically it describes um, his thoughts um, and house rules and interpretations on how you play original Dungeons and Dragons. Now, the original by Dave uh, Arneson and Gary Gygax, and it includes the all the three original books and the sorted supplements um, for original Dungeons and Dragons. Now. The games systems in that are very different than what you would find in old school essentials or basic expert. I mean the same but different in very many many subtle ways but if you are at all interested in real old school uh, rulings not rules and old school play I encourage you to google Philotomy's Musings original Dungeons and Dragons. You'll find it on the web but it's a very, very uh, um, groundbreaking document. Much more so than, than the other two mentioned in Old School Essentials, in my humble opinion. One of the things that's great about Philotomy's Musings, um, if you get into the nitty, is he really digs into the nitty-gritty of the original system rules and it's a great guide and it it helps dispel and kind of shatter some of the myths that built up uh, through the decades around uh, the original rules and how they were primitive and um, didn't make any sense and were incoherent and and you know he really st goes into his interpretations on how they provided so much more flexibility and um, options and allowed you the, a bit more freedom as a, as a referee to play and I, re I really really dig it. I mean I'm generalizing and summarizing quite a bit. I'm trying to keep this very very short but if uh, read Philotomy's Musings if you're at all interested in old school play.
Now, also in the introduction here in the Old School Essentials Classic Fantasy Rules Tome, we have a description of what classic fantasy gaming is. So, basically, the highlights of this section are classic fantasy gaming is about peril and adventure. You struggle against dangers and in search of wealth and ancient secrets and wonder, things like that. Um, it's about exploring the wilderness. It's about exploring dungeons, um, ruins, caverns, all kinds of things like that. Classic fantasy gaming is also about the fantastic, otherworldly things, weird things, um, such as treasure, monsters, magic, and strange sentient species. So after the introduction section in Old School Essentials, classic fantasy rules tome, the next section well, sorry, the continuing of the introduction on page six, we have terminology. Now, this section of the book just goes into dice rolling notations, talks about how to roll dice, how to apply modifiers, what different types of rolls are. that um, goes over the basic game terminology, that kind of stuff. So I'm not going to go over any of that. I'm going to assume most people are pretty familiar with that who would be listening to this podcast. The next, uh, page 7, describes what's in this book. Now, what's in the old school Essentials Classic Fantasy Rules tome is really five books combined in one. The core rules, the character options, or kind of the class uh, rules, the spells that are available for clerics, magic users, and elves, um, the monster book, and the Adventure and Treasures books. So really this this one book summarizes all of the other books in the Old School Essentials line. Now the next page goes on to describe other books which are going to be in um, the Old School Essentials uh, line of books they, called Rules Modules. I'll just skip over that section. Um, it's basically describing how there's going to be all kinds of optional things you can get either through Necrotic Gnome or perhaps through third-party publishers who release stuff for the game. Um, it talks about house rules here and how nothing is written in stone and you can, you know, have your own kind of rules. And very lastly, we have compatibility. And on this page, Gavin talks about how the old school Essentials line is 100% compatible with the 1981 edition of the world's most popular fantasy RPG, commonly known as the Basic Expert Edition, or BX for short. And he talks a little bit about um, uh, other editions and how you can convert them. And uh, there are adaptation guidelines on necroticgnome.com and also here he talks a little bit about the heritage of the game and um, how he had to clarify some of the rules and all of that stuff and then there's also a wonderful section at the end of the book as well uh, where he talks about the, the author's notes, and uh, I'll get into this, of course, once we reach the end of the book, but uh, it was worth mentioning here very briefly. 
talking about some of the rules inconsistencies and gaps and uh, where he's had to fill things in. So uh, there we have the first installment of uh, the Old School Essentials Classic Fantasy Rules Tome, The Referee's Files, Part 1. Once again, I'd like to remind our listenership that the Dice Roll Zine Ramblecast is completely 100% unofficially sponsored by Nickel Brook Breweries. Always fresh, small batch, Nickel Brook Breweries, based in uh, Burlington, Ontario. Uh, they have a good selection of India Pale Ales and other beers for your drinking pleasure. I'm enjoying a headstock India Pale Ale tonight. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. And if anyone from Nickel Brook Breweries should ever hear this, uh, feel free to send me some. I'm pimping your shit for you. Thanks.